Hello, this is uh, Taina Evans. My name is Taina Evans, and we're here with the Our Streets, Our Story project at Tompkin Park Senior Center. Today is July 8th, 2016, and I'm here with Yolanda Motri Fogg. So, Miss Motri Fogg, can you please um, share with us your Brooklyn story? Okay, well, I grew up in Brooklyn. My parents moved here. And they bought a brownstone back when the brownstones were probably five to $6,000. We came in 53, so that's about, I am 39 now, but that was about 60-something years ago. <laughs> and at that time, you know, people think that they are beautifying Bed-Stuy, but Bed-Stuy has always been beautiful. It looks like it was back in the 50s. I could sh wish I could show you some of the pictures that I have of it. It looks the same. I grew up in the part that is called, was called Stuyvesant Heights in Bed-Stuy. I grew up right off of Stuyvesant on Chauncey Street before the Jackie Robinson houses are there. Actually, I went to the same school Jackie Robinson went to. Really? Yes. And I went to, actually, Holy Rosary, the Catholic school right down the block from me. I went there for a few years. I watched when the PS21 was built. And uh, I, didn't go, I went to 21 because my parents took me out of Catholic school around the, um, what is it, fifth grade. So I went, to, um, I went to PS21 for about a year. Then I went to 262. I was the first graduating class of Public School 262, and I think that's named after Malcolm X. And then I went to 35. Everybody in Bed-Stuy went to 35. <laughs> you know, it was before 57 was built, so I'm going back a little ways. And um, I graduated, actually, I was the last ninth grade class to graduate Stephen Decatur Junior High School. The last, because now everything goes up to the eighth grade. Let me see, you know, back in those days in the 50s and 60s, because I, I was a teenager during the 60s, they, I, didn't, I didn't see racism at all. We were, we were proud to be in Bed-Stuy, even though when you went out of the community, they were afraid about Bed-Stuy, but we didn't have problems there. You know, we didn't, um, there was nights that, you know, our parents would always be out in the yard playing and we'd be playing up and down the street. Actually, stickball was one of our main things that we did. Stickball began in Bed-Stuy. <laughs> that and it was another game we called Skelly. I don't know if people know what that is, where they use the uh, bottle caps and go and stuff. We used to do that and then we did a lot on the stoop. We used to call a game called, um, was it, I can't remember now, but we used to play stoop school or whatever you want to call it. <laughs> then as you got older and teenager, it was hot peas and butter and it was some other games where you run around the neighborhood. And that was uh, a lot of my growing up. You know, I was talking to a young person um, the other day about the history. When we went to history, our history classes, we learned about slavery the way actually white teachers told us, you know, and we learned about ourselves a lot from what they, they told us. But I was telling her, now they're learning about um, Martin Luther King and they learn about Malcolm X. During the 60s, 
I walked <laughs> with Martin Luther King. I, um, I saw Malcolm X. Okay, I saw him up in Harlem. But on Nostrand Avenue, um, there used to be the Kennedys were over there. They started actually restoration. I saw uh, Bobby Kennedy on Nostrand Avenue. He was, he was on Nostrand. I can't remember if he was at the Slave Theater, but I know Malcolm X was there, and I know Martin Luther King was there. Um, I used to go to Sylvia's in, Man in, in, in Harlem, and I saw, what's the one with the curly hair now? What's his name? Shopton. You know, he used to eat there, him and the other, a lot of pol political people. You know, Al Van was a teacher when I was at 35. Uh, there was a lot of other political, but I didn't see racism actually until 68 when I graduated high school, when Martin Luther King died. And I went to a basically all white school and it was fine. Everything was fine, but the, the racial tension that happened during the, the 60s, especially after he, he was killed. They were, I don't know if they were afraid of us or what, but that's when I saw the separation there. And I think it's worse now, you know, and I, you know, I'm afraid for the, for the young people. I, I am afraid for them. Bed-Stuy, when I came, was mixed. Back in the 50s, it was mixed. So it's going back to where it was. I just don't want the young people to lose their identity, and that's what's happening. You know, five moments. Okay. What else would you like to to um, know about it? You know. Well, what did you like best about it growing up? Um, when they talk about neighborhoods, and you heard. Um, some of the some of the people were saying that is a village that what raises children or disciplines and all that's where it was actually we were close to the sanitation people the the, 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 the fire department we were close with the police you know we knew him by name he stood on our corners they don't stand on the corners anymore but he stood on the corners and you know you go to the corner store and one of the kids go there one of the kids go there and and let's say take a bag of potato chip and run the cop picked him up, picked him up, you know, by the shirt of his, his neck and took him to his parents and told his parents, what you call him, took the money. And the, the mother tore his butt up, took him back to the store, made him pay for it. <laughs> we used to do, um, what do you call it, a game like on Fulton Street. We would, it's not really a game. When we got, uh, we wanted money. Right. A lot of times the parents were working and money was scarce, but we used to take, it was the two-cent bottles and the five-cent bottles. But then when you couldn't find any of those bottles, we used to go to the graves of the train and we would get a big lock and a, and a long cord and we would stick the, we would put grease on the end of it and stick it down there and find the nickels <laughs> and dimes that people would lose. <laughs> Well, on the A train, on the, on the A train, the A train, on the A train on Fulton Street yeah. by Fulton Park yeah. and all right there. You know, you would go there yeah. and it would have the grades, the grades for the train, and people would walk by and they lose their money. You can't get it, and it'd be down there. So we would get these long cords, put a put a um, a lock on the end of it, and put grease. Go and get the, some grease, Vaseline, and because Vaseline was good for cleaning your shoes, you know, and and your skin, even though it's bad now, but that's what we used to use. But we would take that in there and go there, and we man, we would get a dollar, two dollars, and that was rich. 
Rich, <laughs> because we on it was Reed Avenue back then. It's now Malcolm X, but there was a candy store on um, close to McDonald, and you can go in there. I forgot the name of the store, but you would get all kinds of candy. But you take five cents in there, you had a bag of candy. Yeah, you had a lot of stuff there. I mean, those are the things. And then Fulton Park used to have every June, they would have, um, what do you call it? It was like the art fair. And all around the park, they would have arts from different places. And they used to have little things in the park. They used to have people come and sing. There were some friends of mine that grew up. Um, well, I can't remember their, their last name now, just, but I know his first name. One of them was Timothy, and they used to play the bongos. And they would be in the park and all. And then when they started the African Fair, it started in Boys and Girls, and it used to be all at the park. And since I lived on, on Chauncey Street, they would close off all the streets. So we couldn't bring our cars there, you know, when, you, when I got, couldn't bring our cars. But it was fine because it was, it was a lot of, of culture. And I remember I was, um, I was grown, married, and all, and I'm still living there because after my, after my parents left, my father died, and my mother moved away, I, I actually bought the house from her, so I raised my kids there. But I remember when, I can't remember the year, but um, Mandela came to, um, came to Brooklyn, and he was over at Boys and Girls. So I stood up, because you couldn't get close, there were so many people, and I stood on my roof and watched over in there as he came, as he came by. And something I, um, something I um, remember about that time, during the time that Mandela was in the city of New York, not one crime was committed in any of the black areas. You can look back on statistics and all, not one, not one arrest, not one anything went, went there. Yeah, it was just something that, um, you know, I always thought, I said, wow, that is something. Because they had something to look up to, you know, it's the, the, the younger people. And I just wish that the younger people would get themselves together now, you know, get off the corners. You know, I can even deal with them with the pants down as long as they clean their underwear. You know, but do something, you know, because you, you look at the statistics, they cannot get city jobs because of a lot of the stupid crime. And a lot of it is not their fault. It's, it's not, you know, they get pulled over because they're smoking a, a weed, you know, and they, they get the name. So he writes it in the name in a, in a book, you know, so and then you go to get a job and that, that comes up and, and, and it's bad, you know. So um, you have a lot of political involvement without even realizing it, but you just also have a lot of rich history here from Bedford Stuyvesant. Is there anything that you want to um, say to lasting generations about Bedford Stuyvesant in general um, when they hear this or anything that you want to reflect on? You know, one thing I said back in the 50s, I said in the 60s, 70s, and 80s, even during the 70s when the, um, what do you call it, the economic climate was really bad, Bed-Stuy has always held its own. You know, it's, it will continue to hold its own only if we 
stick together.